I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Hello and good morning. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is episode 642. You can find us on CLNS Media, dailythunder.com, dash radio at 5 o'clock Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. This is Jay, and with me today is Andrew. Who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? Who is that? Who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? Play one more time. Who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? Oh, God, Lee. <laughs> Took me a minute to slam through. That's a shout out to Ethan Strauss. Uh, uh, Taylor's on his way. Luke is uh, stuck in Stillwater. The roads are treacherous. And by that, I mean all the ice melted yesterday. But Luke is in Stillwater. <laughs> but we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Luke committed to stay in the water yesterday morning. He, he woke up. It was kind of like Edmond Public Schools where somebody got out of the yeah. house at like five in the morning. They're like, oh, cancel it. There's yep. ice. I bet somebody slipped. <laughs> if you're not in Oklahoma City, we had a like very light ice dusting uh, a couple nights ago and the yeah. whole city shut down. And uh, anyway, but the Thunder still played last night to uh, cap off. Uh, since we last met with you, they played at Miami and won that game, went to Boston on Sunday in probably one of the more enjoyable losses. I remember. Yeah, it was a fun game. And then they came back home, played Orlando on Tuesday and, or- and then played last night against Memphis or what was left of Memphis since they only had 10 active roster guys, one of which you knew nobody else. Did you know Bruno Bruno? And then the guy that played for West Virginia that I, that Paul George actually almost thought, which is he was like the reason the Thunder cared for three minutes in the first half. <laughs> yeah, and Javon Carter. I liked. I liked him. Yeah, I just, he's not good though. No, he's not. He's really the really only good. shot he made was one where it was like, oh, the, that bank oh, shot. Yeah, <laughs> I think I said audibly, "Wow, that's some garbage." That was horrible. And uh, <laughs> but what you've seen, uh, especially in the last two games against Orlando and Memphis, is uh, the Thunder are a little bit bored with this part of the schedule yeah, and with being February all-star break is next weekend. And so it's that lull in the season and uh, they just let Orlando, I think Orlando had close to 70 points in the first half. Yeah. Memphis scored, I think 30 plus in the first quarter. These games, you just need to win and get out. And they did. And they won both of them pretty handily. Orlando got closer because Terrence Ross kept hitting everything he threw up <laughs> he was awesome and still on the magic i know that yeah so trade deadline was yesterday before we get there i want to tell you about some of our favorite people anthem brewing company these guys are the real deal we've told you about their incredible beer selection golden one arjuna ipa or Arboros ride or die ipa and they also have a ton of incredible one of a kind beer creations that you can only find at the brewery which is at 908 southwest fourth street in oklahoma city but I want to tell you a few things that they're doing currently, and I think you need to know about them. One of them is every weekend in February, they're giving away a percentage of their profits to a local charity someday soon. Someday soon is a local group helping to get OKC's homeless population back on their feet. 
Also, and this is kind of cool. I just I just found this out. But any Thunder home game, they have a dollar off every pint from four o'clock until tip off. And if you come to the tap room, have a great time, and don't want to drive to the game, or you don't feel like you should drive to the game, which just as soon as you think that's a possibility, mm-hmm. just call an Uber, call a Lyft, leave your car at the brewery, come back and get it after the game. They have no problem with that. They're excited for you to come and partake in their libations, or just get yourself a walk. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not that crazy. It's not that far. I mean, it's... Maybe a scooter. You could scoot. You could scoot your way over there. But Anthem Brewery Company, just incredible people trying to take care of the city that they are a part of. Uh, and they also make great beer. Bing, bing. Made on earth by humans for humans. You know, trade deadline was yesterday. It was. And it was fun. There was a lot of trades. <laughs> a lot that not, went on Not involving the Thunder. But I just, I mean, when it came down to it, if people, like the Thunder are legitimately interested in Torian Prince, but they just don't, like, I don't think they have what it takes to get him. Yeah, I think that people under, or overestimate the, what the Thunder could possibly give. They can't give a draft pick for like six years (laughs) because the, they're not going to, one of the rules is every other, you can't give away multiple draft picks in a row, basically, right? You have to own like one yeah. of your draft picks every other year. Yeah, and so if you move draft picks in the situation the Thunder are, you'd have to move them draft night. And so Yeah. But in, you know, so they have seconds they could give away, and I don't really want to get into the details of what seconds they could give away. But then you start looking and like They could deal for Prince on draft night. They could. If they if they still really want him. They give him the twenty first pick or whatever. Every impression I get is that they still really want him. What will it be twenty seventh, sixth pick? First round? Yeah, 25th pick yeah, or something. Yeah, something late. Um, I, so we both are kind of of the mindset that I understand the Thunder fan base wanting to get somebody that's new and exciting. Mm-hmm. I think being on the other side of this, um, knowing that this team is who they are so far, like I wasn't – and I think we even called this last week because I wasn't desperate – for this team to make a move. There are no real glaring deficiencies that yeah. I felt like anybody that could have been had for the resources we were willing to give up was really worth it. Patterson lost the singlers and is like a productive player now. Yeah. And so like that was the spot where I, where I was like, they need to have another, you know, stretch wing, uh, big guy. Like they need somebody to play that power forward spot. If Patterson's going to play like he was, but he hasn't for a while. And so the, the what's the here's where's the need is is that they need another I think they need one more wing because I just don't know who you can count on off the bench yeah, especially if Dre if we don't know what Dre's situation yeah, is I'm still under the assumption that he's just out for the year and Dre could be that guy sure that'd be a, it's that'd possible. Be a great addition post <laughs> it's trade, it's trade the dollar. best addition they could make and also just what are you willing to give up like are you, like Hamidou Diallo like I understand like he is like one of their trade chips. But he's already on a nice, cheap contract. And if he can give you anything in the life of that deal while you have this team, that's so, so valuable. And he may be a guy that they do eventually deal, uh, just because there may not be a ton of minutes for him. But I I just don't, I'd, I wouldn't be willing to trade him for just some random guy. I wouldn't trade him for like two months of Terrence Ross. No, and I think, I think that would be very not Sam Presti. Yeah. To I mean he likes controllable contracts. Obviously Hami is like he's he's kind of trailed off a little bit on the excitement level, but dude, we were taught like legitimately yeah. as this guy 
as a rotation guy going forward. I think I think the bigger question that the Thunder are going to have to ask and answer over the next six months to a year, and it all depends on what Andre Robertson is when he comes back. Yeah, but if Dre is ninety percent, you know, close to one hundred percent of what he was, which is a huge question mark, and we understand that. I think Dre is the piece that you would look at potentially moving on from moving on from sometime this summer. And I hate that. Like I hate injuries being the reason that a guy loses his job. Like I hate all of that. But if you're going to talk about a piece that the Thunder would move, taking cap ramifications into it, taking the future of this team, obviously we found something in Ferguson that is just I mean, he is the guy that the Thunder have been looking for. Sometimes I wish if I knew it was that drop, I would be a little more emphatic with the end of my point. But Ferguson really is. Like, he was incredible. He didn't shoot well in the first half last night, but you watch him. He has been for it's, – it's gone from the past, past the point of it being like a fluky thing. Yeah. To no, where he, now it's like, oh, he's legitimately good. Yeah. Every shot he shoots from the three-point line, you think it's going in now. I did. It's crazy. Yeah. He also had the wildest alley-oop I've – ever seen probably yeah russell talked about it last time he's like yeah this is a really bad pass yeah, <laughs> and that's what makes like some of those alley like, super exciting is that they have to like reach for it in some strange way and he had to like reach to the side of him and then throw it in yeah somebody asked the question last night and they were trying to you could tell you could tell it was one of those questions where they're like i just want to say something so russell talk about it and they say yeah. oh what was better your pass or terrence's finish it was like russell's like my pass was horrible yeah Terrence just grabbed it from like middle of nowhere and and put it back down and he's in anyway Terrence Ferguson has literally become um, the bright spot of that's not even fair because Paul George has been incredible too he's yeah. just been a great um, accidental incredible aspect of this team he's a great forward. starting level player man he really is <gasps> welcome to the podcast all the way from. Wherever he lives. Put your, head, uh, put your headphones on first. Guys, I'm, don't, don't skip steps, I'm please. I'm so sorry. My agent gave me the wrong address. <laughs> driving around the city all morning. You're not, a, you're not you're on. You're muted. You don't know that because your headphones are off. Headphones. But uh, So it was trade deadline, and, and so I want to talk. We got a lot of questions about this, and so, um, but I do want to talk about there was a lot of moves and a lot of maybe big moves, and so let's let, yeah. these, let's let these Twitter questions kind of drive our uh, trade line discussion. Questions. There's a reason why I want you to have your headphones on before I talk to you. <laughs> the first question is from at Ben Elephant King. Was New Orleans trolling the Lakers the best part of the trade deadline? I mean, were they? So Brian Windhorst said it on the jump. I know, but Brian Windhorst is getting his information from Clutch. So like, give me a freaking break. I know. But what, what Brian Windhorst said, welcome to the pod, Taylor Dickerson. I'm so sorry. My agent gave me the wrong address. I've been driving around the city all morning. Who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? It's <laughs> a good one, isn't it? That is um, yes, a good one. Also, so, grow up. Yeah, you grow up. <laughs> those are good. The sound quality on those is really good. It is. Ripped it right from the YouTube. Because he was speaking directly into a microphone. <laughs> to us. Is, uh, is there a question about him? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so the first one is, uh, we're talking about the New Orleans uh, basically trolling the Lakers. So what Brian Windhorst said on Jump is he mm-hmm. said they were intentionally holding out and getting these best offers in order to try to destroy the chemistry of the Lakers. Oh, okay. 
here's what destroyed the chemistry of the Lakers. Don't give me this. Dell Demps is destroying the Lakers crap. It's clutch and LeBron James. That's what's happening. Anthony Davis, if he doesn't request a trade before this trade deadline, none of this happens. None of it. And you're going to blame Dell Demps for not taking a package that is not as good as Boston's, is not as good as what maybe New York could potentially offer. If they get the you're, one. Right. And other teams are talking to them. I just think that is complete BS. Complete BS. The Lakers screwed themselves in this whole thing. That's what I think. I don't think that this is a, oh, oh I'm so sad. You got to give me, give me, give me Anthony Davis. Like you didn't give him to me. So you're messing with me. It's just so stupid. It, it's hilarious now because that implies that like the Lakers thought that like, wait, no, Anthony Davis was definitely supposed to be mine. Right. Wait, that was my toy and you're keeping it from me. Yes. Therefore, you're ruining my life. Let but me like, tell you a story about Pau Gasol. Yeah, right. And exactly. How the Grizzlies gave us Pau Gasol. <laughs> Let me show you the process. When we wanted that, it happened. You don't understand, Pelicans. Oh, so stupid. Hey, Magic Johnson. Grow up. Yeah, you. Grow up. <laughs> Here's the... Can I... Did Why did we just make the assumption? Is it Ron Polinka? Is that his name? Yeah. Rob why, Lowe. Yeah. Why did we... Rob Lowe. Why did we assume that him and magic johnson knew how to run a team why do we assume yes i, <laughs> yeah. I asked this question last night good, good <laughs> it's like, question they, dude it's an agent and a former basketball player yeah. and it is the agent of the agency that their best player owns lebron was james was he a clutch who rob palenka no no lebron oh. i mean LeBron. You, LeBron. you bring in lebron i mean Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I was, now I get it. I asked the question, like, why does anyone assume that the Lakers are competent? Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't they just tra- a franchise. They traded Zubak for nothing. For Muscala. For Muscala, who's white. Fourth team. White Patterson. In the last but 12 wh- months. Why did they do that? Because Zubac was pretty good. I, it, he's good. I, we he's don't not know. Pre- like, he's legitimately good. And he's, he's been, like, one of the bright spots. Yes. That's what's crazy is they've accidentally drafted well in the last few years. Yeah. Right, with Kuzma. And, and he was, like, one of the pieces that could have been in yes. a trade. It was That was super dumb. That was a... We're panicking. We got to get LeBron shooting around control. LeBron. This is, no, this is a LeBron controls what we do trade. He LeBron said, "Go get me some somebody that can shoot it." So they Go got get Reggie me Bullock, Mike Muscala, <laughs> which is what's crazy is last night without any of these guys, they set the record. I think it was the Lakers' record for three pointers made. They went nuts last night against Boston. Did you watch the end of that game? Yes, it it was a great game. It was, and Rondo hit the game winner, and I should have hated it because I want the Lakers to not win. I want them to be out of I the playoffs. I do not want them to make the playoffs. Yeah. LeBron has made me dislike him, which is crazy. Yeah. Rondo hitting that game winner was like pure joy for my soul, man. I, lo- I have always loved Rondo. Like there, was times where, there were times where I was clamoring for the Thunder to sign Rondo when he was in that kind of Maybe it was the Mavericks era. Where right. Like, where it's like, is Rondo a basketball player anymore? Yeah. Uh, but he hit that shot. And then the video comes out later where earlier before the game, he was out practicing that exact shot with his son so on the basketball court. I was like, that's kind of awesome. Did, did you see the three that LeBron hit, though? Stupid. To, to tie the game? Yeah. He lost the ball out of bounds, tries to throw it off of Kyrie to go right. back out of bounds. Contavious Caldwell Pope catches it, throws it back to LeBron. Great, great pass. Should not have made the shot. And just drilled that three to put you it just, ahead. I just, you just knew that was going. And then Kyrie in, hit the a moment. jump shot. Her hit a layup as well. That was like, oh my Kyrie, man. Kyrie's so good. God, he's going to be great in LA. Uh, I'm just kidding. I think he'll be in New York. 
with Kevin Durant. Whoa. Grow up. Yeah, you grow up. <laughs> I like that you cut the, the time between those words, too. So it's just grow up. Yeah, you grow up. I had to. <laughs> it's like it, was a long, it was a long we, pause. We got another question about the Lakers <laughs> drama. So at fake tweeter 5P says, are any of the Lakers young players actually good, have all-star potential? I get the vibe that they're actually all kind of just gross and people only talk about them because they're Lakers. So I think one of the things that has happened is they went from being like overvalued to probably undervalued. Are they? I I think Kuzma's good. I think Kuzma's okay. I think Ball has the potential to be good. I think Ingram is the one that are like, it's because his look is so bad. He needs a friend. Brandon Ingram needs a friend so bad. Somebody that says, Shave dude, your head. dude, look at just look at yourself, man. You you've taken this too far. I don't know what you're doing, but you need to change it now. I think it that, looks so bad. I think people are properly rating them now after the trade didn't happen because everyone was like, "Look at all these very good players for Anthony Davis. How could you say no to this?" And then they said no, and then and then everyone's like, "Well, maybe they aren't like that good." And it is Anthony Davis. And it's like they're pretty good, but it's Anthony Davis. Well, and one of the worst things yeah. that could have happened for the Lakers is that stretch where LeBron got hurt and they were like six and eleven. Mm-hmm. It was like Pelicans. This is your team, like, it was, right? It was the tryout. Right. Yeah, it was their tryout, and they failed because they're just not that good. And they could, and they weren't last year. And they, I mean, it's like they could get better. Like sure, these guys can. They're young. They're all Ingram's twenty one. Yeah. They can all get better. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're all not going to be all stars. Like maybe one of them's an all star, but right now, like that's not a good enough trade package for the guy who's been carrying your team. And like last year, you went to the playoffs and you Second swept round, yeah. and you swept the Portland Trailblazers in the first round, which I think was the moment that maybe changed. Like I think that we all assumed that the Pelicans would be better based on that one series. Like that was just kind of like the stars aligning with that they'd it, be know? better this year. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you, we had an expectation. Well, struggle with health. They always have forever. Yeah, I mean, you remember when Eric Gordon was there? Eric Gordon was never healthy. Mm. Like it and, was, him and, and that's been talked about. And then he left New Orleans. Has been healthy pretty much ever since. Well, it's been talked about a lot that they don't invest in anything with yeah. that team. Like it's just a crap franchise. And the reason guys can be healthy when they go away is because they have like the amenities that every other NBA team has. <laughs> they get stretched before games and yeah. they have massages. And, uh, but any other, so I have one more question. Who's locker room? This is from at Kate, Katie Luhu. That's pretty good. Oh, it's my wife. My wife. <laughs> is that really your wife? My wife. Whose locker room is going to be more awkward, is the that- Lakers or the Pelicans? Yesterday, Dell Demps came out and said, <laughs> That they're going to be, and I don't know if the NBA jumped in, but he kind of hinted to the fact that the NBA wanted them to like, all right, you got to play Anthony Davis the rest of the season. So, That's, but the Pelicans are going to have Anthony Davis on the floor whenever they play next tonight, maybe. It's the Pelicans to me, no question. Because the Browns is going to be like, everybody shut up and play, and they did right. Yeah, you know, yeah. LeBron controls that whole thing. Like you don't think those they're going to stop and just be yes sir, you know, like. That's I don't I think that it is kind of a it's a messy situation certainly, but the Pelicans is super awkward because you have their very best player and maybe best their best player in franchise history, who they're like we don't really want to play him. Then league's like you have to play him, and he's like yeah you have to play me, and they're like ooh we don't know what to do, <laughs> and like everybody knows he doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that he tried to force a trade to the Lakers. 
Do you think Anthony Davis walks in the locker room today and he's like, man, that's pretty messed up, huh? Like trying to buddy-buddy <laughs> with you. And they're like, uh, yeah, AD is kind of messed up. He's like, yeah, it really sucks, man, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's just get out there. I just We're brothers, man. I just want to make the best of this, you know? Yeah, it's like we don't have a lot of control, you know? And it sucks for the Pelicans because they don't want to win. No, they, it would have been better for them to not. So I don't know if Drew Holiday's going to let them be as bad as they want to be, though. That dude is just like... He's super good, man. He is. He'd be great somewhere else next year. I think this... I mean, you, obviously this summer is going to be the summer that the Pelicans become somebody very different. Very different. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll move Holiday in. I'm assuming they're going to move them both this summer. Trade Kyrie. Maybe. Trade Kyrie. Get back AD and Drew Holiday. Keep it moving. Well, they can't now. Kyrie's a free agent. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I literally get confused every time. The next question is from <laughs> Dakari Sanchez. Out of the following players, so it was, there was a lot of other actual things that happened yesterday over Lots the last few days. Uh, but out of the following players, these are kind of three of the bigger names that got traded. Mm-hmm. Who will make the biggest impact on the new teams? Mark Gasol, Tobias Harris, or Harrison Barnes? Mm-hmm. So, let me, so let me expand that question just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. What trade moved the needle the most for you yesterday or the last few weeks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I do think juicy. <laughs> I think the Meritage deal is super impactful. If he, if he can stay healthy, which he's out of New Orleans now. They basically... Traded Thonmaker, Makur, however you want to say Thon it. Thonmaker. Yeah, I'm going to say it in a way that doesn't make me uncomfortable. Thonmaker. <laughs> you sounded like Kim Jong-un from uh, Team Team America. <laughs> Wait, is it ill? Kim Jong, who was first? Uh, Who's the dad? Uh, I don't know. Ill. Uh, oh. Yeah, I just, I think that that. Illmatic. They basically, sickly, sickly, just, sickly, just add to their roster. For nothing. Yeah. For nothing. So I really think that that's a super impactful deal because I think they needed another guy. They need more shooting, and they got that. And Miritich, I think that's a huge deal. I think Tobias Harris, I still don't know how that's going to work with that team because the, the, it's a little clunky, but they have so many offensive weapons now. Like I think a lot more of the Sixers today than oh, they yeah. did mm-hmm. prior to the trade deadline. Uh, I, I think that that team is going to be great. Marcus Saul is, is interesting too. Yeah, I wonder. How, I, I, I'm super intrigued to see how Toronto uses them. Like, what do yeah. they do? They've been using Surge a lot at the starting center in in I, Pascal Siakam. He had 33 points last night. I know, dude. The dude's probably legitimately good. <laughs> he is know. good. I don't think. It, yes, he is good. I don't think anyone said he's not good. It's yeah. just the other the other part. It's how good he is. So, do they go back to Surge off the bench? I would. Absolutely, I would too. I don't think Serge is a power forward anymore. So let me run through a few of these trades yeah, while we're run. talking. Is that all right? Run. So you've got the one. Run. This is an odd one. And the Wizards <laughs> kind of threw up the white flag. Traded Otto Porter for basically nothing from the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, which I don't really care about that trade. But that's gross, man. Yeah. That's super gross. The Zards made just enough moves. I don't know. It's like you, you just if you're going to tear it down, tear it down. I mean, they can't really. Yeah. You're not going to trade Bradley Beal. No, no, no. This is the only guy we keep. Literally everybody else I'd move for whoever wanted something. And maybe you just can't. Yeah, but then who else? Like, they traded Markeith. They traded Otto Porter. Who else are you going to trade? Where's Markeith now? Well, he, so there's... He's a free agent. He's a free agent. 
they're, wa- they're waving him. The Pelicans are releasing him. He's a clutch man. He's oh. a clutch man. He's going to Lakers. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, they only have one spot. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, and that spot's reserved for Mr. Carmelo Anthony. I know. <laughs> Very exciting. All right. Then you had Dallas. Dallas did a lot of stuff, but a lot of theirs was, well, I mean, Harrison Barnes. They, I mean, they kind of retooled their whole roster a little bit. So got rid of Harrison Barnes, uh, Dennis Smith Jr., obviously, and Jordan and Matthews for Chris Stops Porzingis. And the Kings. The Kings, man. The Kings out of Harrison Barnes, which I really like. Yeah, it's a nice deal for them. Yeah. And they have a they have kind of the intention to hold on to him for a while. Uh the other one that obviously matters to Thunder fans is is Houston got the Thunder Killer Iman Shumpert. Yeah, they got finally got rid of Brennan Knight's contract, which I I don't know why people keep doing favors for Houston, but whatever. It's like they just <laughs> gobbled up like Brennan Knight's. Well, they gave away. I mean, they got a pit. They get they yeah, two seconds, three first. three seconds and one first. They gave up over the last week. Yeah, they did. That's that's why someone that. Yeah, yeah, that's why they took it on. Yeah, but Brandon, it's just Cleveland like, took it on. Like Cleveland, like what are they doing? Like they're doing the right thing with their cap space. Yeah, is take up, get picks. They're going to get gobble picks players for cap space. So, what does Shumpert do for you in Houston? Um, I don't know. I know he's. I know Shumpert's looked awesome. He's obviously he's an upgrade for them. I just don't. I, I'm not a fan of that Houston team. So I, I, I agree. They also traded James Ennis. I don't think it does a lot for them. There's no way James Ennis kind of sucks man. to the 76ers. Yeah. No, James Ennis could be like he'll be a 80, great, he'll 80%. Be a great, he'll be a great 10th guy for the Sixers. Yeah, he'll be a great guy. That's Sixers also got Jonathan Simmons in one yeah. of the other kind of significant trades when they traded Markel Fultz to Orlando. Yeah. So basically Sixers the Sixers traded all of like the weird wings. Yeah. They did and they traded all their players that they either didn't or couldn't play that much. Yeah, I saw this on Twitter that the uh, the Sixers traded the number one pick in the draft for a guy that had to pay one hundred and fifty dollars to travel for the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Clippers were big movers uh, this week. Yeah, they, they oh, yeah. traded away Mike Scott, uh, Tobias Harrison, Boban to the Sixers, which they had to have done them a favor to trade Boban and Tobias together. Bobby and Toby, man. Bobby and Gortat, Toby. right? The Gortat they just released, or they're uh, going to release, or buy yeah. out, or whatever. And then they also traded Avery Bradley to the uh, Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Yeah. So they got Wilson Chandler, Zubox. They got uh, Jamichael Green, Garrett Temple, and a couple other guys and first-round picks. So they're got – I mean, that's another team that's getting – they got two first-round picks, one that probably will convey as a second round, another second round. Like – Clippers look like they're actually running like a well-managed team, kind of. Yeah. They kind of conceded, I would assume, that they're going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. They're opportunistic. Yeah. So take know. advantage of it. Yeah. Then you obviously got the Lakers, Muscala, Reggie Bullock. Mm. Memphis added a bunch of players that don't matter. What is Memphis doing? Like, someone explain it to me. They, dude, they don't know. I think they're giving up. I think they're finally giving up. Yeah, but not well. They're yeah. not giving up well. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> They didn't get a first like, round pick for Marcus Saul. That's wild. Masai Mutch had just been like, nah. Do you want Jonas? <laughs> no, I don't Jonas want Jonas, Jonas, but I guess we'll take him. They're going to learn. What a bad trade. They're going to learn he's had three hip replacements. Nonsense, man. It literally is nonsense. I mean, they they got to really, really like DeLon Wright. Weird. Otherwise, I just don't know. Because CJ Miles makes eight million bucks next year. Eight. Eight. Why did they do that? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Kings also got Alec Burks. They did. Which is, he's a guy. 
Yeah. Blah. Mm. Uh, Toronto got Marcus All. That's the other one. And then Washington, Bobby Portis and uh, Jabari Parker. <laughs> that trade is all, is so gross, man. And I don't know like, why does Chicago do that? One, we want to tie up our cap space and a guy that's pretty good that might put us in Garpax, the man. middle of the lottery. Garpax has no idea what they're doing. It's so bad. There are a lot of teams that don't know what they're doing. But that even for the Wizards though, is it's like both teams. What is that? Both teams don't know. They just call each other. Hey, we heard that it's trade season. <laughs> Wizards are getting off money, it seems like, right? <laughs> yeah, we need more media attention. <laughs> the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> Any attention is good yeah, attention. Yeah, but you trade for Jabari Parker? I know. He's got one year, though. He's, he's done after this year. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. It's just whatever. So Portland. <laughs> Portland added Rodney Hood. And the only reason I mentioned that is he had yeah. a fantastic game last night. But I don't Did know. Did he? Yeah. I'm looking up this final stat line. He started out like four or five. Yeah. Yeah, man. Love seeing that Rodney Rodney Hood fool's gold. So who moves really the needle? Is. So going back to the question, Marcus All, Tobias Harris, Harrison Barnes. You said probably Miritich. I like Miritich a lot. Uh, I like Tobias Harris on, on the yeah. Sixers. I really like it on the Sixers. It, but I'm, I'm with you. I don't know how that's going to fit because now all of their starters need like, oh, they all need about the same usage. You know, maybe Embiid needs a little more. Ben Simmons is going to get it. Yeah. J.J. Redick needs shots to be valuable at all. Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris, are uh, they play the same way. Yeah, Tobias right? is bigger. He's bigger. He's, he's bigger, so but they both kind more. of need the, the ball in their hands a little bit, too. Yeah, I, th- I feel like Tobias at Tobias least. less. Yeah, so. I, I feel mm-hmm. like Tobias can at least be kind of the guy that, you know, Ben Simmons gets to the middle kicks it out to the corner great. there's tobias yeah it's you know like tobias isn't one of those guys that's a iso player like jimmy butler is who's really between jimmy butler and joel and beat are the two guys that's i'm kind of i thought it'd be crazy funny if the sixers turned jimmy butler into something at the trade deadline yeah oh my gosh that would be great but go get those four picks from houston and brandon knight <laughs> yeah that'll really help you with the playoff run <laughs> But I think it's just one of those things where Elton Brand just going by the thing where it's like, we'll amass the talent, yeah, and then we'll work everything else out. Yeah. Which I, I kind of get that idea. I don't know. Elton Brand's another one of those guys like, why do we just assume he knows how to run a team? I don't know. He hasn't made a mistake yet. <laughs> he was not, he's not as bad as Colangelo. So. He did, tra- no. he did yeah. trade Markel Fultz for... A bad first round pick and and a guy who paid a hundred. I don't. This yeah. isn't. That's not like the trial for the NBA. The Markel Fultz thing is so weird though because it's not like he's another player. Where it's like, why would you not give him another year or two? He might turn out really good. It's there are some other circumstances. Yeah. In this case, that are like I understand why you just want to. It's a weird. Let's one, just man. go. It's let's super just weird. Move on. Yeah. We've stretched this out too long. But I will say this: Markel Fultz still was the guy that everybody was consensus. Oh yeah, number one over Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, like all yeah, of but those that guys. was before he is like schizophrenic or whatever, whatever it is, has shoulder <laughs> problems. All right, well, yeah. uh, this next question from at JT Blunt or Blount two. What was the trade deadline like before Twitter and the internet? I imagine people turning on the TV to watch a game and wondering where all their players went. <laughs> <laughs> I think people just watched. It. Nobody was as into it as they are now. Obviously. No. You'd read the paper. You'd read the paper in the morning. I, I actually telegraph. Do, I do remember reading the newspaper for free agency news. Yep. Like legitimately. It's wild. Back in the day, I would pick up the USA Today. Wow. To, to look at the trades. Any trades or free agency signings. 
Yeah, it was. It's weird. You, I would just refresh ESPN's website. That's what I used to do whenever before Twitter before I had a Twitter account. Yeah, are you like in on, college? Like I remember having to watch ESPN for like I didn't know what was going on in the sports world until they told me about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. could listen to the radio too. I was in the car listening I did. to the radio I did yesterday. To radio. Dude, yeah. I rem- this wasn't that long ago because I even remember with the Perkins trade, we were all watching like Sports Center. I was or on Twitter. The, I was, I was actually like on the, Twitter at that point. Oh, you were? I remember. You were? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. because it was like the first, but it was like, I'm not kidding. I was on Twitter probably like it was a one few of the, months before. It was one of the happened. first yeah, trade Twitter deadlines. was just getting It was the first going. trade I remember the Thunder making where I was like, I was elated at mm-hmm. that point. Because you got to remember, like it was Andrew Bynum and Pau Gasol. Like mm-hmm. that's who everybody was trying to beat was those Lakers teams. And you're like, we got a center, yes! Yeah. And it's not Kerstich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh. That was the first one, and then obviously the second one was when I was sitting at the OU Notre Dame game, and OKC traded James Harden. What? Next question. (sighs) Uh, Why do I got to talk to you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I thought this was a good question. This is from at Ben underscore Burke 10. When Woj says league sources say, is that coming from NBA people or people from specific teams like Presti? Also, what is the best fried chicken in Oklahoma City? (laughs) That's coming from agents, right? More than likely. Woj is working with agents. He has connections in the franchises as well, I'm assuming. It's, it's, I mean, it's people within the franchise, it's agents, it's other players probably. I mean, the, the amount of contacts that he has is tremendous. So, I mean, that's, all, that's, what, that's what made his career. And yeah, he, he's, I mean, you do a favor for a team, like say, hey, you know, can you tell me what so-and-so is thinking about whatever? Like, yeah. I'll give you some information about whatever. So he also will leak information if a team's trying to control something or an agent trying oh, yeah. to control something like this whole AD stuff. And now like people just go to him. Just like if I want to get some information out there, Isn't that crazy going to go to Woj. Yeah. Yeah. So also what is the best fried chicken in Oklahoma City? I mean, you have to go outside of Oklahoma City. I should it, right? Yeah. Mm, Other than that, what else. else would it be? Chicken and beer? Down on 23rd? They're pretty good. Bird's pretty good. I haven't mm-hmm. had it. Nash Birds? I've heard that's very good. Never had it. Aishins. I went to, but I went to Aishins. <laughs> I went to Aishins this past weekend. It's good, it's man. It's great, man. It is really good. Super good. Dang, you put hot man. sauce on your chicken? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of hot sauce do they use? Just Louisiana. That's yeah. the best they hot have sauce. Little, they have a little packet. That's great. They do Are you kidding me? They have, that's so, my favorite hot sauce. Favorite if you don't know what Aishins is, it's in Okarchi. Oklahoma, which is probably if you don't know where Okarchi is, it's about thirty minutes west of Oklahoma City. Yeah, it's and, by Okmogi. Uh, <laughs> it's by Kingfisher. Uh, but if you don't know, it is not. It is by Kingfisher. It's not that. I mean, it's closer to um, what's the town? New just, Kingfisher. No. Yes, you go Kingfisher. through Okarchi to get to Kingfisher. Ah, uh, you're thinking of uh, <laughs> Bull Cookie yeah. Piedmont. It's close to Piedmont ish. Anyway, so but you go there and they they, they order like. All right, what do you want? Whole chicken? Cool. Okra? Cool. What yeah. else? Frito chili pie? Cool. Nachos? Cool. And they bring out and they have just like wax paper or whatever on yeah. there. And they just throw it on your wax paper squares. table. And yeah. They're like, over there is your station where you can get ranch and hot sauce and forks and mm, all yeah. that. It's, it's all plastic where they throw it all away. It's incredible. They yeah. literally just roll up the paper, throw it away. Yeah. It seems wasteful. It is kind of wasteful. It's extremely wasteful. <laughs> but it's delicious. <laughs> 
Last question about trade season. Would Nate Duncan NBA trade his own mother for cap space? This is from at Christian Reese underscore. No question. It's a great use of resources. He loves cap space. Do you know how much better his life will be if he had cap space instead of a mom? So much better. Yeah. It's much more nurturing cap space. Mm -hmm. It's not not what cap space literally does. It's the symbol of cap space. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely That is so liberating. That's one of the most liberating symbols you can have in your life. Which is the dumbest thing ever. And cash considerations. Oh, my gosh. About that take for me is like, not every team is going to get good free agents. No, like maybe two. There were a lot of teams that had cap space in two, in 2016. There and, were a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otto and Porter, and Otto Porter and, makes $24 million. Right. Whatever it is. It's more than that. And luckily... Alan Crabb made $18 million. Right. The entire Miami Heat roster makes... Yeah, Tyler Johnson, who now plays for the Suns, made $20 million. $50 yeah. million. Tyler Johnson, who has. threw up when he got his contract off. Oh, why did somebody pay me the <laughs> He did. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. He, he said that. I mean, it's, yeah. Luckily, 2016 won't happen again. Ever. The market has corrected itself. And they'll smooth the cap if it ever has a bump like that again. All right, we got they some will. more. These are more kind of less trade and more Thunder-specific questions. This next one's from at Stieg Leader Smith. Steve, yeah, Stiegel, Stiegelder. There we go, Stiegelder Smith. Any chance we sign Cantor? Anybody want to jump in on this? No, no. Thunder aren't going to sign Cantor. No, they won't. Like it would be a purely like we love him, bring him in, move, and I don't, the, the, I don't know why they would do that. Cantor's not going to play. And I had a lot of people who were asking me like, well, what happens if Adams and Noel get hurt? Then the Thunder are screwed. <laughs> then your team's screwed. I could also say, what happens if Russ Adams and, and Noel and Cantor get hurt when we trade for Cantor? We need to sign. So what you're saying is we need to sign Cantor and Greg Monroe. Yeah. But what happens if then Greg Monroe get hurt? <laughs> but it really is like, he just doesn't make sense. I don't know if Cantor will find a landing spot. Man. He will. He will. Where? Just some team that wants to. I don't know. He should go to Memphis. Great. You do great in Memphis. He'll land somewhere. Boston is apparently interested. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as Baines is hurt, but he just can't stay on the floor. Cantor can't stay on the floor. I guess he just, he's in the just, playoffs. No, he's but like in the regular guy, season, right? you can play him. You're right. In the regular season. It feels like there's something a little uh, nefarious going on behind the scenes with the NBA. I think the Turkish government's kind of Got getting involved here. Yeah. Jay. Right. At Bangelope. They're controlling Jay. Is asking questions. What the? Yeah, Cantor. Down with Cantor. Pledge your allegiance. No, I love Cantor. <laughs> and the nation of Turkey. Uh, I mean, just remember the <laughs> the last... And the great president of Erdogan of Turkey. <laughs> the the last like impression of Ennis Cantor here, and if people forget this, is Billy Donovan saying to one of his assistant coaches, we can't play Cantor. Yes, and, and getting Houston, caught on like, TV. We can't play Cantor. God, what a what a horrible moment. Can't play, and now that's like a nickname for him. Can't play Cantor. Uh, so he's he would love to be on the Thunder again, and maybe he will be at some point. But he doesn't fit the identity of this team. So there's just no way. No, you would never give Noel's minutes to Cantor. Can't play Cantor. No. All right, we got a few more questions about the East. At Bangelo asked predictions for the top four seeds in the East in what order? So let's do that one. And then the other one is from at Bradzilla Yo, who asks, who is the worst matchup in the East for Golden State? So why don't you guys take that question? I'll be right back. Okay. So the order, and I don't really want to give the order of 
how are they going to finish? Because I don't think that's quite as interesting. Mm-hmm. But I think just like your top, if you were to rank the top four teams right, right. in the Eastern Conference, who would it be? So the the best four, Milwaukee, Toronto, Philly, Boston. Mm-hmm. I agree. How would you rank those? Um, and, and I'm this is in the context of going against Golden State in the finals, right? Well, we can talk about that too but who do you who's who are the best gosh dang it i would go milwaukee oh number one yeah milwaukee number one why uh i just feel like their team has been so consistent all year around Giannis. like i know what their identity is and they seem to have just added to that they're not changing anything yeah they're just getting a little better so they've been the most consistent um and they have the best identity out of everyone two i'd go 76ers just because it's hard to oh deny that talent baby. wow it's a lot of talent on wow team. I think three i'm going toronto yeah and then four i'm going boston wow mm-hmm wow we wow we woo wow <laughs> i'd probably go toronto one okay i think that they're probably the biggest threat to the warriors they got Kawhi Leonard, and he's tough to deal with. Right. And now they have Mark Gasol. I understand that that can be a very big deal. And you know what's funny is if you think about Golden State before KD, they would – do you remember that series? I think it was second-round series against Memphis. And they were like the only – and it was 2-2 at one point. Yeah. It was like, what is going on? And there's just something about that. And if Mark Gasol can bring whatever that was – in a series against yeah. Golden State, he won't be able to do that. But he can sh- still sh- he can shoot it, he can pass it. He's a good locker room guy. I he's think, smart. I think he's going to be great for them. And so I think Toronto to me is he the brings number, a lot of number tapas. one still. And uh, okay. number one in the East, Toronto. He yeah. thinks they're the best team in the East. Yes, better than Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee's beat him twice. I mean, I don't. I don't just take a you're regular right, you're season. Right. I don't take a lot. So you're kind of answering at the same time, like both who's top four, but also who would be the best team against the Warriors. Yeah, I yeah. Think I think the biggest threat. To I think the I agree. That. What about Philly? I just Philly. I just feel like Philly doesn't have enough time. I feel like Philly will not be will not get out of the East. Like no, I don't think they'll win the East. I don't think but so. I think they would be a team that would give the Warriors some fits, just because they can. I mean they defensively they, i don't know they, they got a big i mean i guess cousins i don't know but yeah they i mean maybe i would probably say toronto milwaukee boston philly really you just hate philly of, just because of the time yeah i just don't i don't love the fit i really and i and i think philly's good i think they're gonna be super good i just don't love the fit yeah if they're they can, not as good anymore they lot they traded Shamit. Oh, shame it. If they get, <laughs> oh, shame it. If they can, if they can get, if they can get all together, great. I think they upgraded their team. I just don't like them as much as these other teams. I think they're going to be better in the playoffs. Like I think that's a kind of team that Embiid can just have the ball a lot more. Like Jimmy Butler can just have the ball a little more. Yeah, the I mean, starters are going to be playing more minutes. How do they close games? That's like, my question. Like who's on the floor? Like what? Like you last shot. I think you've just got to go. I think they've got to choose Embiid. Mm. I think they've just got to go For last shot, though, it's hard, man. It's hard for a big. big. 
Like if but you need, this if is you a need, big. If you need you a bucket, can, if you need a bucket, and you have thirty eight seconds left on the clock, then you can throw the ball in and mm-hmm. let him post up or let him isolate. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, if there's like eight seconds left, oh, well, you're not going different. in to beat. And you just triple team him. Yeah, and then but but now you have. But he's a good a, passer too. Who he's Butler? Are we talking Butler and Bead? I'm ta- oh, wait, about, I thought we were talking about uh, JJ Redick. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> we See, like, we're talking about Tobias Harris. This discussion is what, this discussion is why. Mm-hmm. Like Toronto, who has the ball at the end of the game? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kyle Lowry. Oh, oh wait. Uh, yeah. Marcus Hall. Marcus Hall. Yeah, it's Kawhi Leonard. No who question. has it for Milwaukee? Giannis. Giannis. Who has it for Boston? Kyrie. And Giannis, like that's why I don't have them number one. Because who has it for Oklahoma like, City? Paul George. I mean, the Thunder showed everybody. Here's how you defend Giannis. Yeah, but nobody has. Nobody yeah, no one has, else. Nobody has do done that. it since then. But okay, you have to have the right pieces to do. Sure, it. you have to have Jeremy and the Grant. Thun- the Thunder do, and so do the Warriors. True, 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 true. But yes, yes, and it's unfair because it's regular season. Nobody gives a crap in Golden State about regular season. But the Bucks have gone into there and smashed. Cool. I know. Great. All right. So Toronto is the Andrew take. Are you kind of with him? No, I no, said he's like way off from me. <laughs> You're like uh, Orlando. Well, first of all, I asked, "Is this in context of against Golden State?" And then we said, "No, just do the top four in the East." And then I did that, and he's like, "But Toronto's better against Golden State." <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? It's, uh, it's, the, same, it's the same Shit answer. It. It's the same answer both ways for me. <laughs> okay, that's Shit true. It. I think I agree with you that if it were like a playoff series, you take Toronto. I think I w- I agree with you that they match up with Golden State better. Yeah, than the other teams. And you have a bunch of guys at this point now that have pretty. I mean, that's a lot of playoff experience. Who would you pick to come out of the East? Mm. Toronto. You're right. I mean, I'm I may be not be right. Mil- Milwaukee. It's too early for Milwaukee. I think that they. I think they'll have. They're just not ready. They're great. They're a great regular season team. They're probably yeah. like those Hawks teams, right? Great Could regular be. season team yeah. won't be able to beat. You know, but why? The big but dogs. why? It's been like far enough into Giannis's career that they should be really good in the playoffs now. Yeah, and like they have a they have yeah, a good know, team. Yeah, has Giannis a won a playoff team. series? I don't know. I don't think he has. I think last year maybe, but no, he did not. He did not. That's what I meant. Last year he did not. They played the Celtics in the first. So round. Then I'm assuming. I mean, he's still pretty young, isn't he? No, he's like 33. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, he's, he's the same age as Marcus Saul. He's super, oh, I was looking this up today. <laughs> Did you know that Buddy Heald is only seven months younger than Harrison Barnes? That's crazy. Wow. Seven months. Also, what's hilarious is that question you asked a, long ago, a while ago of those four players, when you, you said um, Tobias Harris or Marcus yeah. All, whatever, and then you said Harrison Barnes, and I was like, hmm, not in the same category. Not, right? not, in the, not really the same tier as these other yeah, guys. Really? Not. It's like all-star, all-star Harrison Barnes. All-star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Mar- I mean, Marcus saw like that's a if he's your third or fourth best player, dude. They're they're pretty loaded, man. Dude, and they can play. <laughs> they can play any style. They dude. can they can play against any team. Yeah, they don't have like a. You want to slow is, down and go big? This is the only way big. we can play. We yeah. go big, homie. Yeah. They can, and, and Mark's just such a. He's just a unique player. Like he plays that Euro style ball, and it just is going to fit the what what they want to do. He's great. It's going to be good. 
Also, they're fun. To, they'll be fun to watch too. Congratulations, yeah. Raptors! You finally traded Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> yes, in a trade that you just <laughs> benefits. To, you, you just had to find the right dumb team to take oh on this contract. Ta- you've been trying to trade him for probably four years now. What's funny is that the Toronto Raptors tweeted, oh "I'm back God. with Valanciunas because <laughs> he's coming back from his hand injury." The Draymond Green I'm back. Broke his hand. See you later. I'm back in memphis back they're the worst social media team toronto because they did, yes they did that and they also did the coach of the year thing after they fired didn't they uh, do something with DeRozan too no oh, dwayne casey you're right dwayne that's, casey that's yes one. or maybe they're the best <laughs> maybe. maybe or maybe they're the no new orleans team. pelicans has, maybe has the best social they're media the right best they're just like dragging the entire nba they're just tweeting like one emoji <laughs> i know they're just brilliant it's pretty great all right next question from at ben elephant king you can pick one team to not make the playoffs, the Rockets, the Jazz, the, or the Lakers. Who do you choose? Rockets. Are you kidding me? Mm. Lakers. The Jazz. Oh, man. What? What? Guys, if the Rockets aren't in the playoffs, we don't have to play the Rockets in the playoffs. That's who you're most nervous about? I'd rather beat the Rockets in the playoffs. I would be more nervous about playing the Jazz and the Lakers in the playoffs. Really? I I'd be no, I, not the Lakers for me. I think that would be pretty. Dude, I don't know. LeBron, like literally LeBron. You don't know what they look like with LeBron. I mean, the dude wins, man. I know. I'd be terrified of LeBron. No, I think the Thunder are the better team. Yeah. But also, they, thought, I mean, they are. I mean, they, they should be the better team of all three of these. And all of them, it's like separating, like, I'd be 8% or 8 on a level of 10 mm-hmm. anxiety for the Rockets. An eight and a half for the Jazz and like a nine and a half for the Lakers. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just LeBron, man. He just changes the whole play. I mean, he's he drugged those. Now it's the East and they're not very good, but he drugged that crap Cavs team yeah. all the way to the finals and almost won a game against the Warriors. Mm. When was it? And he willed that win last night. Yes. In Boston. Although Kuzma hit the. Okay, you're right. I forget about. Three. I forget about LeBron. Yeah, like we all I just do. have like n- literally no competitive respect for this Lakers I team know. this year. I know. Well, on the Rockets, there is a 100% chance that James Harden will be exhausted mm-hmm. and Chris Paul will be hurt. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Actually, yeah, yeah you're like, right. Get the Jazz out of here. Get the Jazz out of here. The I have, Jazz. I have, I have PTSD from that series. For real, man. That was exhausting. And Salt Lake City. Like, and everybody Yo, was so I good. Everybody was so good for that team in that series. That was like peak Yeah, Rubio jazz. was insane. Remember how good Ricky Rubio was? I'm like, Ugh. What's crazy, though, is if they would have gotten, if the Thunder would have won game six, they won the series. Because Rubio yeah. got hurt. Right. Donovan Mitchell which would have been freaking killed the thunder not ideal (laughs) to go another series like who knows what happened oh it was the best it was the best thing for the team honestly it it gave them all the room because it it really pissed mellow off that he had to sit it was great it was honestly the best one of the best losses in franchise history in a playoff series was against the jazz because yeah. it, it forced them to, to do everything they did in the summer. When yeah. they break you, they make you. And also, Paul George felt like he had unfinished business. I know. That was nice. Mm. What if he had finished business? Mm, gross. Has anybody ever said that? No. Man, I've got you know, I've finished. got finished business here, which I, means I'm uh, moving. I'm done. I just got some finished business. 
<laughs> no, because you've just, next, like you're done. You moved on to the next unfinished business. Next question is from at Squad. Still <laughs> There's always unfinished business. <laughs> next question is from at Squadcast five eighty. Current Jeremy Grant or Peak Ibaka? What year was Peak Ibaka? How do those two compare? Who's Peak Ibaka? Peak Ibaka. <laughs> oh, it's that show on Netflix. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Melika Peak Ibaka. Uh, Peak Ibaka. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think Ibaka was a better overall player at his peak. Peaky Baca was so good, dude. <laughs> I loved Peaky Baca. But the hard, part, the hard part was Ibaka was 30 when he came to the Thunder. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, no, he was Jeremy like, Grant, I think, will be better than Serge. I, I mean, yeah, recency bias says that. Dude, he is, he is good now. <laughs> He's super good. He's, and super he's still good. young, dude. Yeah. But Peaky Baca, <laughs> it wasn't just offensive. Peaky Baca, it was the defensive prowess, dude. He was he like was the best shot blocker in the NBA. For everyone yes. was so freaking scared of him for yeah. like yeah. how Dwight many Howard years? said he should be the defensive player of the year. Yeah, he was three legitimately. Years, he had three really terrifying. really good years, and it was probably 13, 14, 15? Yeah. God dang it! Why couldn't he get it together? He, I mean, Jeremy's probably a Golden State. Jeremy's more versatile. Certainly, he's more versatile than Ibaka was. Ibaka, he's a he's a big guy. He couldn't he's a move. pick and pop three point shooter. He, he couldn't, couldn't do move. anything else. Oh, he but, could shoot, shoot jump shots, but Serge wasn't. He could dunk too. The dude was in the that, dunk contest. That was. But I'm saying, like, he could dunk, but he wasn't going to take anybody off the dribble like Jeremy could do. No, he, he wasn't. Serge was uh, historically, and this is not a bad thing, but Serge was not a a high basketball IQ guy. And it feels like Grant is Dude, getting that there. That is so mean. I just don't think he was. We no. always talked about that whenever he was here. <laughs> that was like the number one thing we said about. Like, Serge doesn't know how to pass the ball. How like We you. would say that from he time to time. He was so bad at passing. So here's the thing. He, he was an elite jump shooter when he was elite. here. Elite, yes. And an elite shot blocker yeah. when he was here. Changed the game on both ends. I don't know that Jeremy's like, he's much better at a lot of things yeah but he's not elite but he's not an elite things. shot blocker that's a good he's a good shot blocker but he and he's a decent jump shooter but he's not elite at either one like mm-hmm. ibaka at the top of the key was automatic yeah that's I mean, the truth he helped russell westbrook's development tremendously like i said though that was six years later in his career than what jeremy is right now yeah and yeah i'm just saying like if we could have that player, I think that you would choose that player. Yeah, the question is current Jeremy Grant or Peaky Baca. Peaky Baca. Peaky Baca. <laughs> I really liked Peaky Baca. <laughs> I'm saying like Peaky Baca too. And and I like I Jeremy. choose you. How quickly Ibaka developed different parts of his game. Those first like five yeah, years man. was insane. It was. Insane. Well, and ever I mean and you'll never forget 2012 NBA Finals. If yeah. they start Serge Ibaka at center instead of Kurt, oh my Kurt Perkins. <laughs> Kurt Perkins. Why do I got to talk to you? Why do I got to talk to you? Grow up, Jay. Grow up. Yeah, you. Grow up. Grow up. Yeah, you. Grow up. <laughs> All right, next question from at Fluky. What? And I, if I could have a player moving forward, I think that you take Jeremy Grant. I like Jeremy Grant's future because, and the Thunder, this is something people don't talk about a ton, is the Thunder got out from Ibaka at the exact oh right gosh, time. Oh my gosh, they nailed it. Because people were thinking, after he got traded from the Thunder, oh man, what could he be for the Magic? Finally, Serge can have a team by himself. <laughs> it's like, man. for what? And then he got we traded. We watched him play. Like, he's a great third guy. And then he got traded for Terrence Ross, like, 
three months later. He's had a resurgent season this year. Yeah. Have the Orlando yeah. Magic uh, murdered and chopped up and dismembered <laughs> Bismack Biombo's body yet? <laughs> he plays for the for the uh, Hornets. Oh, he does. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> That's what. Holy crap, man. 20 mil a year. 2016. Awesome. That's insane. That is Not like- only did you create the Warriors in 2016, you also created a really overpaid NBA. Uh, yeah. I, and I would say Bismack Biombo got that money because of Serge Ibaka. I think they saw Bismack and they were like, I think that this is... Orlando Javaka, and Orlando wanted both now. of them. Wanted both of them. Oh my so God, man! Jay Crowder Bismack. still on a contract, making thirty five dollars a year, and Bismack Biombo is making twenty. Bismack has two games, and it was in the playoffs, right? He has like two games in the playoffs where he has fifteen rebounds. He was and eight the backup. Blocks. Yeah, he's the backup for the Raptors. Yep. Yes, that's what it was. And it's like, oh my, holy give, Molly! Here give it him is. all the money. Yeah. Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Yeah. That is hilarious. Anyway. Also, oh, yeah. I, Peaky Baca was great. Peaky Baca is my number one. Peaky Baca. But I love Jeremy Grant. I think that he's going to be awesome. He's perfect for this team. And not not just the player, but the man. Everybody loves him. Next, Everybody wants Next question him. at the PT Pro. Oh, the PT Profit. The primetime profit. On a scale of stubbing your toe to stepping on a Lego, how painful is it to listen to Kevin Durant constantly whine about everything while he's in Golden State? Uh, it's uh, it's not painful for me. It's like joyful. Mm, I totally agree. He's. I mean, he is so unaware of everybody else and other people's thoughts. Because here's the thing: like nobody really asks him about his free agency. Like reporters are have not been asking him all the time about his free agency. The reason that he thinks that they are is because he, he googles his name and he finds scrolls all the through Twitter. Read about it. Yeah, he's just th- scrolling through Twitter and he doesn't. I don't know that he understands the difference between like Stephen A. Smith media and like the beat reporters that are there. Because I think he listens to Stephen A. I think that he, you know, watches all those shows. He definitely does. And you know, he's scrolling through Twitter looking for his name. Mm-hmm. And so he's. He's just super. He's just super mad about everything. Grow up, yeah, you grow up. And that article that Ethan Sherwood Strauss wrote, there's maybe one part that I thought was unfair. The only part, and he he apparently did source this, is the part where he talked about how Durant, you know, making those shots over LeBron James. He thought, thought he'd be that the best he would player in thought he'd be vaulted into like the the best player, and everybody would laud him for that. And nobody did, and so. No, because he made the weakest move in the history of... Yeah, because he's maybe not the best player on his own team. And so I just think that he, Kevin is hes just in a weird spot, man. He's just in a super weird spot. Uh, and Ethan Sherwood Strauss is really, really benefiting from it at this point. Oh, yeah. You know how many more people just subscribe to The Athletic? Oh, that's awesome. Article? Oh, my gosh. I know. This was like, if KD wants less talk, this was the opposite of what right. he should have done. It's like no one, I wasn't even, I haven't even been thinking about Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? At all. Right. Here's what he, if he wanted to avoid all this, just talk to the media normally and just say, hey, I'm I'm not sure what I'm going to do this offseason. No, you don't have to say that. All you have to say is, I'm focused on winning a championship right now with the Warriors. Next question. That's all you have to do. All you have to say is, I'm very focused on winning a championship. That's all I'm going to talk to you guys about. I'm not, I'm not thinking about free agency. 
that's great. Yeah, the na- the Knicks right. did whatever, but I'm I'm focused on winning a title and crushing everybody else. That's what I want to do. Instead, yep. he goes nine days without talking to the media, and then comes that generates that generates a story. And then from that story, he gets mad and and says, I just want to play basketball and just go home. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. You are an NBA superstar, and it is literally in your contract that you have to talk to the media. That's a part of being in the NBA. Russell Westbrook does it. He hates it. And it was super awkward last night. Maybe one of the worst media sessions I've ever been a part of. Which is really? not just Russ's fault. It was not Russ's fault. Yeah. This was not a Russell thing. This was the media just completely botching that situation. It was terrible. Wait, wait, wait. Did I miss this combo? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Dang it. Off the pod. Um, <sighs> I can't wait. I mean, everybody knows if you watch it, you know. Um, but it was just like, all you have to do is talk to the media normally and just mm-hmm. say you want to. Cr- and if Kevin had done this the whole time, just saying, like, I'm, I'm here to win championships and I'm here to crush whoever is in front of us. Like that's all he has to, that's all he has to do. But he, he's obviously very much considering leaving. And also, if you don't want to talk about your free agency, sign a long-term deal, mm-hmm. sign a long-term contract. Mm-hmm. But if you're the player that if you move, you completely shape the entire industry. It is, it would be irresponsible for reporters not to ask about it and to not make it a story. It would be absolutely irresponsible and the wrong thing to do if it was not put out there that he is considering leaving and going to the Knicks. It would be absolutely irresponsible. And so these guys are just doing their jobs. What Kevin's suggesting they do is not do their jobs and just baby the crap out of him. Like, that's that's it. And that's, I'm sorry, Kevin. No one's going to baby you. You made the situation. You created it by not talking to the media. You created it by not signing a long-term contract. You created it by leaking from whoever's in your crew that you're very interested in going to the Knicks. You created all of this. Every single bit of it, he created, and now he's mad. And he looks so dumb. He looks so, 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 so dumb. I have a perspective that is... uh it's shifting like the way that I'm seeing these Kevin Durant things and not in his favor, but more like in a sad way. Cause I yeah. had, do you remember me telling you about my friend who works for the de- for the Mavs and he was yeah. saying how like Deandre Jordan, like he, he was saying people will just say, Hey, Deandre turn left and he won't even see who's telling him. And he just turns left. Cause some of these guys are just trained to just, you know, you obey you, whatever you see as authority, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I just like, see how delusional, I think it's true delusion in Kevin Durant's head. I don't think he's like faking this. I think he really thinks he's not faking it. He's not faking it. But I think that it's like, if you listen to him on Bill Simmons, like his manager and his guys are kind of like supporting that. Oh, he's completely insulated by people that are feeding him these messages, like structuring his reality. And it's, without a doubt, it's not reality right but he just i don't i wonder how much is his fault at this point because i don't think that there's a lot of reason behind this you know what i mean i think it's like purely emotional it's all his fault (laughs) it's all his fault i don't know man i think he can be i think people can be like manipulated and pulled in like ways that benefit other people that know how to manipulate people like him yeah he screwed himself Wow, like in the oneness of like Buddhist way, so like we're all one. 
So like if I screw you, you actually screwed yourself because we're the same. No, I just think that Kevin Durant is <laughs> just really like he he's he just is so unaware of like what and whenever he looks at real perception, he gets mad. And, yes. and then he goes to his agent or his to his mama or to his brother. Right. Said like, what do you think about this? Like, oh, that's messed up, man. You know, and then he like gets put back into this alternate reality. I just feel like that's happening over and over and over again. And that's why he acts like he does. He's leaving the Warriors. Oh, he's definitely leaving. I can't wait till we go back in. Oh, the reason that I, this brings me pleasure is not on because of Kevin Durant, but it's like, I'm so happy all these Warriors writers and fans who like thought so lowly of us. OKC fans about this Kevin Durant stuff. I'm glad that they're seeing this. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, yeah, eat crap. You dummies. <laughs> you think you're so smart and great because Steph Curry's there. I mean, you are, but last question that we have for you is from at question. J G excuse me, eight underscore H three eight N. And he's asking this, which potential buyout candidate fits the thunder best. Any buyout guys that you all think the thunder should move after. I think we talked kind of briefly about Markeith Anderson or Markeith Anderson, Markeith Morris <laughs> Who is Markeith Anderson. You know, some more Markeiths. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna. So Wes Matthews would have been the ideal guy, but he immediately signed with the Pacers, which makes sense. Sure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's trying to get another tons of minutes. He's trying to get another. He'll get all the minutes he wants. So like, the situation with these buyout guys is that are they're all very different. Would you are these guys looking for a new contract? If they are, they're not really going to sign with the Thunder, or are they looking to have some playoff success? Then maybe the Thunder could get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Lopez. Does not make sense for the Thunder. Nope. He'll probably go to the Warriors. Uh, Wayne Ellington, I think, is the guy that everybody has is fixated on. Um, I might be in the minority. I think that Wayne Ellington is like super duper overrated in the minds of a lot of NBA fans, except for the teams that he's been on. And people are like, yeah, he's okay. Um, would he be nice to have coming off the bench? Sure. Right. He's probably. I mean, he's probably better than Abdul Nader. I mean, probably. He's not athletic at all. I mean, like he doesn't fit like the Thunder mindset at all. So, but if you come, are you, are you worried that Alex, if Alex Abrinas will ever be consistent on this team the rest of the year? Am I worried? I'm not yeah. worried. I just don't think it's going to happen. That what's going to happen? That Wait a Abrinas second. isn't going to play. Why would I be worried about that? I'm not worried about it. I just think that that's a fact. I don't feel worried. It's a fact that what? I don't I'm think confused it's, because of the way I structured the question. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's going to play for the Thunder again. Alex Abrinas. Alex Abrinas. Oh, okay. That's what. Okay. Yeah, that's why I would like. Okay, then get Wayne Ellington. Yeah, it'd be fine. Just shooter, whatever. Yeah, Stick him you, out there. But if Wayne Ellington, I mean, the thing, the thing you have yeah. to think about is is Wayne Ellington. Like he's going to talk to teams that are going to potentially pick him up and say, right. "Hey, what's my role?" Because I'm not going to go somewhere and sit on the bench. Yeah, does he want to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, does and he can come go to, to the De- Thunder where you can play five minutes, maybe, or you can go to Detroit and play twenty five minutes. Right, come to Detroit and you can be Reggie Bullock for us. Mm-hmm. Exactly, Bullock, Bullocks, oh Bull- Bullock. Anybody else out to? I, I saw a few other Marquise, Marquise, Marquise Anderson. Don't, we don't know what. <laughs> I think that's an, <laughs> intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, I He's, think you're risking chemistry issues potentially because Patterson, <laughs> not just because of him, but I don't know. I think that 
I think the team and he's a he's a chucker. I think the team likes who they are. I think the Thunder like who they are. That's why I think a, a another do. rotational wing guy makes sense. That's why I like a, we don't know what the Clippers are going to do. They added a bunch of guys. Yeah, are they going to keep Wilson Chandler? If they keep, I mean, if they, I mean, those guys are the most intriguing to me, and I just don't know that they're going to buy out any of them. Yeah, but they're the most intriguing to me. Wilson Chandler and Jermichael Green. Yeah, I think those guys are super interesting. Garrett Temple would be super interesting. I as like well. Jermichael Green. I, I, yeah. I, I know we've had a lot of these conversations. Y'all talked about it on the Dream Team, but I think Jeff Green is another one that some people think about. Like so he's got, he has a very small contract, and if he goes yeah. to the Wizards and says like, hey. Like, can I go play for a team that's go. trying to do something? And they're like, Jeff, no. Bradley Beal thinks you're like LeBron James. Right. <laughs> um, Carmelo Anthony? Nope. Uh, Michael Beasley? Yes. Bring him to me. He's Dude, this is a guy who doesn't care if he comes off the bench anymore. He's like, he doesn't care, man. Super cool bees, man. Super cool bees. Put him on. Are we serious? I'm Which, serious. Andrew. Of course, I would love to have Michael Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool bees. Uh Ben McLemore. No. No. Uh, Zach Randolph. No. He's 37. Yes, just for fun, but no. 37. He's been living in Memphis all season. Has for he real? really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Marcin Gortat. Nope. Nope. He's going to... I mean, him or Rolo are going to wa- the uh, Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors have one spot, and like all these guys are... All their agents are calling the Warriors. Please. Hey, can we have that spot? Uh, Greg Monroe. No. No. I think the guy that is most interesting is Wilson Chandler. Mm-hmm. He's the most interesting guy to me if he gets bought out because he can play both forward spots, and that's kind of what the Thunder need. So if that's the guy. If they have a chance to upgrade that spot, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, and I don't think Wilson Chandler is going to come in and mess with chemistry stuff. Markeith is is interesting and probably the most talented of all these guys, but I don't trust that dude. I mean, you're going to bring him to your team for two months for what? Right. And I think I still do, and maybe I'm wrong about this. I think they use the other, so they have two roster spots left. I think they're going to use one of Mondiante Burton. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I think they like him. It feels like from every indicator we have is they think he's part of potentially the future of this team. Like, what do you know? I don't know. I have more doubts about that today really? than I did at the beginning of the season. I just think they've been using this 45 days. They're going to use it as long as they can. Why would they not? They don't need him. And you could save money. Yeah, they may end up giving him a deal. They need to have 14 guys on the roster anyway. So if they don't get a buyout guy, they'll probably sign him. Just, just at least for the remainder of the just year. Just because they have to have that right. spot filled. Um, but I would guess that I would guess that they'll get somebody. Man. But, I, but I think that they – I think you want to have one of those Clipper guys. You can get one of those guys, Michael Green, Wilson Chandler, Garrett Temple. Danilo Gallinari. Any of those guys would be great. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. <laughs> sure, they, any of them. If they could buy him out, it <laughs> would be super great. All right, I got one final question for you, but before – I ask it. I want to talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Oklahoma Shirt Company is a wonderful collection of people that will take care of any apparel need, any merchandise, marketing need you have. They will hook you up. T-shirts, stickers, hats. Uh, what else, Taylor? Bumper stickers. Shorts. Shorts. 
purses, shirts. They can monogram stuff, jerseys. They will take care of T-shirts. you. T-shirts. Uh, they're going to hook you up. Tennis shirts. The other thing they have that is is just a, a great thing to to jump in on is their shirt of the month. If you're in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, or Texas, and you want a themed shirt for your state every single month, ship to your door. Shirts, ten bucks plus fees and taxes. They will hook you up. Go to yeah, Oklahoma shirt. Go to OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Tell them down the dunk sent you. Check them out. Shirts. Last question. Gentlemen, T-shirts. Are you miffed or are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. Maybe. Taylor. Uh, yeah, this is the second week in a row that I haven't woken up until yeah, after that's, the podcast. That's pod- my miffed and peeved too, man. After the podcast is supposed to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to use this time to formally apologize. What's your alarm clock situation? Uh, I set four, so I don't know what the deal is. I woke up and I four set. Four, like how do you set them? That's what I'm asking. I set. What's the situation? I go 515, 520, 525, 530. No, like on, on your phone? Yeah. Audible? I don't know now I'm because going. why have I not been waking up? But the thing is, yeah, the alarms are off. I don't think so. So maybe they're like, I need to test this out though, because now it's been two weeks in a row. And I think your alarms are off. I think you're right. Like, let's see. Well, I wish I could like choose them. See, I do this and then I wake up and they're all off and I wake up from you calling me. Yeah. I just, you're, you're doing something wrong. Something's wrong. You need a different system. You're right. I need like an actual alarm clock with the bells, with the actual bells on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ding a ling a ling a ling. Yeah. You would for sure wake up. And it's like you it feels like that. You would for sure wake up. And my dogs would just flap out. Yeah. It'd be good. Um, but anyway, sorry, that's my miffed and peeved too. I get miffed and peeved at myself and then I say, Don't bring this energy in there if you're gonna even if you're gonna be late. Go in there light and bubbly, my friend. I know. We did a good job. Thanks. Know that I woke up and I said, when I saw Andrew was calling me and I woke up, I said, gee, damn it. <laughs> and woke my wife up and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, why are you apologizing? She's like, oh, uh, you're late. And I was like, it's not your fault. Jay. Oh. Jay, are you miffed? Um, you know, I'm not. That's good. Well, I'm yeah. miffed about the, the weather has been odd this week. We had two days of fog, but I get yelled at for talking about the weather. You remember those two days of fog this week? Yeah. It was so foggy. I don't yeah. remember weather that happened 10 minutes ago, bro. Yeah. 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 Andrew, you miffed or peeved? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, not really. I just, I just miffed at people that just get super miffed about the Thunder not making a trade. Or the, or the people that are still saying like, oh, the Thunder just needs a shooter. They need one more shooter. I mean, the Thunder been shooting the ball really well. I don't know. Yeah, I did have that moment where I was at the Magic game and there were these guys behind us and I'm like, they literally complained the whole time about everybody. Russell Westberg, I mean, sometimes he's just the worst. And dry. It's like, Russell Westberger? Why do you follow this team? Like, we're, you hate them. We're 11 years in here, guys. It's like if you were like, I love my son, but I hate everything about him. Gosh, he just... I mean... He does not. That same, probably that guy actually feels that way about his kid. Yeah, Are you kidding me? How many people? How many guys? You think his dad didn't treat him that way? That's true. Hurt people, hurt people. Yes. Hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, hate sports <laughs> that they people, love. Hurt people <laughs> make me angry at Thunder Games. Yes. Hmm. 
Hurt people hurt people. <laughs> hey, will you sing for us, man? You, we missed your song. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Who are you? Why do I gotta talk to you? I'm sure Kevin Durant's gonna love the fact that we've taken. Not he's gonna ever find out. He won't find out, but it's super funny. It is funny.